Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Because no one ever said life is fair. Here is Foul Territory with Jeff and Jen on Sports Overnight America. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to It's Sports Overnight America. Jeff Rich with you from Phoenix, Arizona. Jen Rich uh, just to my left here. And it was anything other than an ordinary Tuesday. Of course, uh, we got... Four renditions of league division series or division series games in Major League Baseball, uh, but you and I had a little bit of an adventure. I don't know if you want to uh, bring that to the air or not. I, I guess we could have talked about this in uh, our pre-production meeting, but we don't have any of those. No, we had a we had a long day dealing with uh, some plumbing issues here at the. Uh... Casa D. Rich. Yeah, I, I never knew that it could be so exhausting just listening to what needed to be done. And I, I had no idea that uh, what I thought could be a simply cleared clog with a snake or a replacement uh, part in, in the uh, bathroom. And uh, not the case. So uh, that's going to consume our lives for quite a while. Um, let me tell you this. It was kind of fun that we went to the only Atlanta Braves game that we've ever been to. And it was about a month ago. And you had Ranger Suarez throwing for the Phils. You had Max Freed throwing for the Atlanta Braves. And fast forward a month ahead, uh, we're at the Division Series. And Philadelphia is playing at Atlanta again, and we get that exact same pitching matchup. So uh, what we saw in September, Jen, was a preview of the National League Division Series. It was, and we didn't know it at that time. Uh, Of course we didn't. And uh, uh, the Braves actually did not, or the Braves actually won when we saw them, though, so... But this one mattered a little bit more, and it went to the Phillies. We'll get you all caught up on what happened in Major League Baseball and maybe some talk about some other things sports-related this hour. Sports Overnight America. It's the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and we'll be right back.
If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. She's flipping the script. Yeah. It's time for her to ask the questions. Here's Jen Rich with today's headlines. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sports Overnight America. Jen Rich with you from Phoenix. Jeff Rich is sitting here with me. When you are not listening to us live, make sure you check us out on the social medias at Jeff Rich Talks, at A Girl in Many Hats, and of course, don't forget the Sports Byline Network at Sports Byline USA. This is part of the evening where I typically ask Jeff how he feels about things going on. Sometimes it's mixed bag of treats and random things. Sometimes it's all the same thing. Thinking tonight's going to be very heavily what happened in day one of MLB playoffs. 
we can talk about that. Uh, you know, we've got some other topics up here on on the screen. Uh, did you see I the video? That far, I'm too old. Did you see the video of Devontae Adams uh, walking off the field after the game? Disappointing loss for the Las Vegas Raiders at Kansas City on Monday night, and. Uh, you know, they show him walking off the field. They show this guy with the big, you know, uh, pole, pole of some sort, you know, camera equipment. Uh, you know, I want to say. It was a hefty piece of machinery the man was carrying. He was carrying it, and he steps right in front of this guy as he's trying to walk off the field. It's a road game. They just lost. Uh, you know, he's got these, you know, he's got this frustration going through him. And this uh, this little guy with camera equipment steps right in front of him. He just kind of. They just kind of shoved him, and the guy fell back uh, quite a ways, and he he walked away. And by the time Scott Van Pelt was on Sports Center with it, it was, um, you know, I've apologized to the man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very sorry. I felt awful about it in the moment. Of course, him continuing to walk into the locker room after the, you know, the guy went down uh, didn't really show a lot of remorse exactly in the moment. But uh, I'm going to take Devonte Adams at face value on this. You know, so, so I, I guess I wasn't too surprised to read that the person went to the hospital and that he filed a police report with the Kansas City Police against Las Vegas Raiders player Devontae Adams. So, so to answer your question, I did see the video. It was just before I took a brief little nap before getting on the air with you. I'd been seeing memes all day long about uh, the, the mockery, essentially, of this guy. Um, it was just like, you know... The cameraman after uh, Devontae Adams pushed him, and it's him laying on the ground, like all casted up, like every part of his body is broken. It did look kind of like a hard hit. I don't know what actually. I, I saw, yeah, the memes, and then eventually I saw the video, but I, I don't know what did the guy actually suffered, if any, besides just kind of like a, a what the hell moment. Yeah, the trauma of being shoved by another man on national TV. Not not cool by Devontae Adams. I, I, I don't want to say that I'm endorsing it, but I, I, I heard think his apology that... was kind of wishy-washy. You think so? I, I heard that the apology was kind of wishy-washy. Uh, okay. um, because actually the clip that I saw was kind of like they were playing the push underneath and then the, the top of it was him uh, Yeah, just pretty much saying that you know he, he did respond poorly and he is a professional and he shouldn't have done that but at the same time i think yeah i think there was parts where it's like yeah i feel really bad about pushing him but you know at the same time who expects a camera guy when you're an athlete to be running after you like, right um so yeah i don't i don't know I'm, I'm staying out of him not my body wasn't there all no right problem. i i'm just gonna say that i i think that yeah there was a time in this country when men acted like men and uh after someone apologizes you know if it was genuine and I stipulated this on, on my social media accounts today that, you know, unless I was seriously hurt, unless I was actually hurt, and, and if I believe that the apology from Adams was remorseful and genuine, uh, I'd shake his head and that would be it. You know, I, I wouldn't need to make him live this moment for, you know, years and years on end. And, and it's exactly what's going to happen is this guy filed a police report so that he could take Adams to court. And, you know, what's going to happen here is it's going to get settled out of court. And this guy is going to get a lot of money for being shoved, you know, shoved down fairly 
harmlessly. Now, I might learn later that, you know, he had scoliosis or something, you know, or, or they, you know, dislocated his hip falling down. Did you get scoliosis from falling or injuries? I thought that was something that was... No, it's like a natural like curvature of the spine. Yeah, but like, your you, spine just decides one day it wants to be like Yeah, but if your spine ain't right, it's probably it's probably not good to fall on your back. No, probably not. Uh, so, so we're going to say pre-existing condition. I mean, even if you don't have scoliosis, it's not good to fall on your back. Right. But, you know, we're going to learn so, you know, that there's something else that, you know, uh, a harmless push to some uh, could be a really devastating injury to others, given the benefit of the doubt. But I'm also giving the benefit of the doubt to Devontae Adams. Uh, if he apologized to this guy and he showed true remorse, there's no, there's no why, you know, reason for this guy to go hunting for the payday. But, uh, not everybody I just else think it's is funny like that we demand there. apologies and then we also demand them to be a certain way. Like apologies are demanded and then apologies are issued, but then it's like, no, your apology isn't good enough. Oh, so whole hamburger theory thing. It, it, it's not good. You know, I, I could tell you I like hamburgers. You could tell me that you also like hamburgers and we can collectively like hamburgers or I could start nitpicking. I was like, well, you know, I like mine with pickles, ketchup and mustard to which you would reply. I like mine plain. And if I had a problem with that, that illustrates, you know, where we're at right now uh, versus, you know, just being normal and saying, oh, cool. You like your hamburger a different way, but we both like hamburgers. That's awesome. All right. Um, now tr- I want a hamburger. All right. Uh, you know, I, I might be able to run out after we go off the air here. No promises uh, and, and, and no uh no special order. So if you get it with condiments on it, you're stuck with condiments on it. Uh, Draymond Green uh, got caught on video punching Jordan Poole at practice, and this is another one of those things that really it should have just stayed in house. We shouldn't. We should have zero knowledge of this. It shouldn't be a thing. Instead, Draymond Green's got to go away, and then he's got to come back and apologize, and his apology's got to be accepted, and he's got to be welcomed back into the you know into the locker room, and he's going to play in the Warriors. Uh, I think he's going to sit for the preseason finale, but he's going to be there for their opener on Tuesday, and. Uh, you know, it's crazy. The NBA tips off a week from today. However, actual today saw the puck drop uh, for the first time in the National Hockey League in North America. Uh, we had games in New York and L.A. Uh, featuring the Lightning, featuring the Golden Knights. And does it just feel like there's no buzz for this NHL season as it as it has already started and it already started the weekend before over in Prague. It really did creep up on us. I mean, I knew basketball was coming, you know, it's the MLB playoffs. I was surprised that hockey was like, "Stop, we're doing some regular season stuff. Only two games today, uh six games tomorrow and then 10 on Thursday." Okay. So, so a little slow start. They don't really dive all in. I was kind of expecting there to be more than two games today and certainly more than six tomorrow. I think that the October start, especially this early in October, is a little bit bizarre. Why Why would you want to compete your opening, se- you know, the beginning of your season with the MLB playoffs? But, uh, I, I, you know, just because the playoffs do happen in October and right now we're pretty much playing. Uh, it seems like we're playing games every day. But I say that and I think back to just Monday how there were no games We literally on had no baseball yesterday. None. And it was dumb. There was no reason why one of the AL League's uh, series couldn't be played yesterday. Because they well, were both wrapped up first. 
they knew who they were playing on like Saturday. I think that they had the assumption that you know all of the series could go Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the necess- with necessary game three, and three of the four series wrapped up uh, with two game sweeps. Uh, that, you know that obviously finished on Saturday. So uh, you know they just had this long void because they only had the one game on Sunday, which I think works out for Major League Baseball because regular season football. Uh, and I haven't seen any numbers to back this up, but regular season football would seem to me to draw more viewers than uh, playoff baseball necessarily would. Uh, and again, I haven't seen the numbers, but I would think that Bengals Ravens probably outdrew Mets Padres, even though you had the New York baseball market. Uh, I, I think the New York market in general was probably more drawn to Sunday night football than they were to the team that, uh, you know, plays its home games in Queens there. Uh, so, but that series wrapped up. Uh, we've got our uh, division series underway. We'll talk about all of that and more on the other side. I know you've got a lot of scores to read off, Jen. I'm Jeff Rich. It's Sports Overnight America, and we'll be right back. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. 
If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. What she says is final. Jen Rich is always keeping score here on Sports Overnight America. Hello again. This time from the Sports Byline Update Desk, where I am always keeping score. Actually, not really too many scores to go over. Uh, we did have a full day of Major League Baseball playoffs, all game ones for everyone over in the American League Division playoffs. We had Seattle and Houston go at it, where Jordan Alvarez's three-run home run, uh, three-run walk-off home run, gave the Astros an eight-to-seven win. And Cleveland striked first, but could not hold off the Yankees. They lose four-to-one over in the National League Division. Uh, playoffs. Atlanta nearly rallied in the ninth, but Philly gets out of it. They win seven to six, and then the Padres kind of started their own little rally themselves, but it was too little, too late, and the Dodgers took that game five to three. Game two will be played for both of the NL series games on Wednesdays. We don't get any more AL games until Thursday, and then, uh, as we mentioned earlier, we also had the first night of hockey, but only two games for that. The Rangers beat the Lightning three to one, and the Golden Knights defeated the Kings four to three. A couple more games on Wednesday, a lot more on Thursday, and then regular season basketball runs. So pretty soon we're going to be close to the point where the show is 40 minutes of me just reading scores. Yeah, Thursday night football is going to be Thursdays and oh, Mondays. Thursday night football. You're going to have NFL games. You're yeah. going to have uh, potentially baseball. Pretty ominous call by Bob Costas on the Yankees-Guardians call talking about how they don't think that Thursday's game is going to happen. So uh, we will have the off day while both teams sit in New York City. We'll have Thursday where we potentially could get rained out, and we're not playing game two until Friday when National League Series could already be wrapping. Uh, Of course, the American League games being played on the same days, you know, keep anyone from having uh, an advantage from, you know, getting out, you know, uh, playing longer and having momentum going into the next series or having some rest to, you know, to get the pitcher's arms back up. Uh, this is crazy because Cleveland had a choice uh, whether to go with Cal Quantrill in game one at Yankee Stadium and not throw Shane Bieber on three days rest. I mean, you do the math. He pitched on Friday. So uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And if he was going uh, on Tuesday, that would have been three days rest. Instead, uh, he'll get, uh, you know, Tuesday. That'll be regular rest. Wednesday, which would be an extra day. Thursday, you know, if they go, uh, you know, he'll be long rested. But... If he's pitching on Thursday, he could go Monday on three days rest. But if he pitches on Friday, it's probably out of the question for him to give you more than a couple of innings. And that's really not playing to Cleveland's strengths. Of course, let me uh, state the obvious thing. Ain't going to be no game five. Probably not going to be a game four in this series. Really feeling like... You think they're going to get swept out? 
I, I really do. Uh, Nestor Cortez going for the Yankees on Thursday, probably Friday, uh, against Bieber. Cleveland hasn't scored more than two runs since the end of the regular season. They're young. They haven't seen these guys. I mean, you know, you think about it. You get Shane McClanahan. You get Tyler Glass now in the Tampa series. So you're seeing, you know, really top-line starting pitching across the board there. Uh, you know, you see Garrett Cole. You know, a lot of these guys for the very first time seeing Garrett Cole. So, uh, you know, if you were able to get him, uh, you know, the first couple times through the lineup, great. But... You know, what ends up happening is the the guys that uh, saw him a couple times this year, Stephen Kwan and Jose Ramirez, guys have been reliable all season uh, to put the ball in play. Uh, you know, Kwan hits the home run, but that's all they get. They load the bases up, and Ahmad Rosario uh, grounds into a double play. You know, the Yankees had their share of gaffes, too, but uh, Cleveland was just dreadful defensively and... I don't know. Uh, you know the the results of the game was four to one, and you know it. I, I think that Cleveland was lucky that it was that close. I think that they had good pitching throughout this game, but uh, you know one mistake to Rizzo, uh, booted ball in the field, and Harrison Bader. Uh, you know uh, he's he's able to pull the ball. Yankee Stadium is a very small place. Uh, but it serves to the Yankees' advantage, and uh, there was no question about Rizzo's home run, which uh, made it you know turned it from a two to one game into a four to one game, and I think that that was too daunting for Cleveland to, to handle at the plate. Uh, lately, you know, let's wind it back to the start of the day. The Philadelphia Phillies they get to freed early. Uh, they put it on uh, bullpen, holds it up most of the way, and then. You get to the end of the game, and 7-3 becomes 7-6. And, you know, you're holding on for dear life, and Eflin is able to close it out. Uh, Not so much luck for the Seattle Mariners trying to finish out. You know, and you get to Verlander. You know, that's the sad thing about Cleveland's game was Aaron Judge struck out his first three at-bats. John Carlos Stanton did nothing in this game. Thing about the Yankees is they don't have those guys don't have to beat you. You can isolate on beating those guys, and then Harrison Bader and Anthony Rizzo and you know who whoever else Jose Trevino will beat you if you know it just because they're that solid throughout the lineup. You get to Verlander though. Verlander was the Cy Young. It was hands down going to be the Cy Young Award winner, perhaps unanimously this season. And you beat him. You beat him if you're the Seattle Mariners. And what's funny is that three of these four series, Game One was actually Game Twenty between the two opponents because they, they you know they're all intra divisional except for Cleveland and the New York Yankees. Uh, they've only said, you know, they only saw each other, I believe, seven times. I think the Yankees won six of those. That's what kind of lends me to thinking that this is probably going to uh, be a sweep in the Yankees' favor. Uh, you know, the, just the thought of Cleveland beating this team three out of the next four games, it, it just doesn't seem likely. Uh, maybe they steal the Beaver start in New York and, you know, they could take game three in Cleveland with McKenzie on the hill. But, I, you know, 
you're taking two chances to beat the Yankees, and I, I don't think that they would win game four or five, even in that somewhat of a dream scenario where they're up to one and have a chance to close it out at home in game four. Uh, I just don't see that happening. As Seattle, on the other hand, I think that they can take two, three, and four. I think if it gets back to Houston for five, it would be uh, problematic for Seattle. And then, you know, Philly drew first blood. Philly won on the road. So Philly has home field advantage right now because two of the next three games will be in Philadelphia. So the Braves are already in a must-win situation here in Game Two. I mean, I'm not saying that they can't win in Philadelphia. I'm just talking about the, uh, you know, the, the actual home field advantage being there, and the Dodgers. They continue to own the Padres, and I look at the Dodgers just like I look at the Yankees. You know, just to, you know, even if the usual suspects don't beat you, uh, you know, they could beat you one through nine throughout their lineup. Their bullpen is solid and. Clayton Kershaw sat in the dugout and watched uh, Julio Arias uh, throw game one. So he'll be out there for game two. And uh, I just I, I just don't think that the Padres have it in them. Uh, Juan Soto, um, you know, he gets out of Washington and then he forgets how to hit. Manny Machado, you know, he's, he's the, uh, the stud of that team. But where's the pitching? Where does the, you know, where's the solid pitching coming from? Are they going to be like a bunch of cardiac kids? Are they going to win late? I, I don't see it for San Diego. I see it for Seattle. I don't see it for Cleveland either. And I think that we are very much on a crash course for Yankees, Dodgers in the World Series. But if I think of all, you know, the alternatives, uh, you know, putting the Astros in there instead of the Yankees, it doesn't help me. So let's go Mariners. Let's go Cleveland. Continue to go Phillies, and hey, you know, we we could hope for miracles from the San Diego Padres. Hey, actually, let me ask you before we uh, go to a break here: Who do you think is less likely? Who do you think is more likely to pull off the upset? Would you say San Diego over the Dodgers or Cleveland over the Yankees? Probably the Padres over the Dodgers, and I I would say so too. And but I haven't written Cleveland out like you have. I'm not writing them out. I'm just, I, I just think that the Yankees are a tough hill to overcome. Uh, they were hot early for a reason that they've got the pitching, they've got the bats, and, and the Dodgers are really the only counterpart on the National League side that that have it. So, I, I, I would say that it is super, super unlikely that either one of them pulls off the series. But I, I would lean towards. San Diego if I had to pick one or the other. But, you know, my, my heavy favorite for the upset is the team that's in the clubhouse with one one win on the road already, and that would be uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. They could be our world champs this year. Uh, but I, I'm really on the, the uh, notion of anybody but the Yankees and the Dodgers. All right, let's give a shout-out to everybody listening on the American Forces Network. She is Jen Rich. I'm Jeff Rich. We're both coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. This is Sports Overnight America on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and we'll be right back.
you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 Sports Overnight America from Phoenix with Jen and Jeff Rich. Welcome back in, everyone. It is Sports Overnight America. We are coming off Game 1 action in the League Division Series. Cleveland at the Yankees, Seattle at Houston, Philadelphia at Atlanta, and San Diego at the Dodgers. A couple of bizarre plays that we had on Tuesday night. One not so much bizarre as just kind of memorable play. Uh, foul ball down the left field line, very Bartman ball esque, Jen. Uh, that uh, Oswald Cabrera goes up against the fan for the ball, loses his hat. Unlike Moises Salou in that situation, uh, he does make the catch, 
and uh, recovers his uh, his game cap from the fan that fought him for the ball. And you saw the expression of that fan, and you just thought that he was having the best day of his life. Well, I don't think it was the fan that was right over him because that was like an older man and his son, but it was a guy that was in the vicinity, and it was just kind of like, wow, that just happened like right in front of me. Yeah, he was like cheesing. He looks so happy. He was cheesing on the camera. Uh, another moment that we had in this game, uh, Josh Donaldson, who's played for just about every team in Major League Baseball at this point, happens to play for the Yankees this year. Uh, he takes one the other way. Uh, it looks like it's either uh, off a fan and back into the field of play or maybe off the top of the fence. Oscar Gonzalez throws it into second base. Donaldson is kind of caught in no man's land between first and second base because he's mid home run trot and he ends up getting thrown out at first base uh, on what just amounts to being a long single and an out. And uh, the Yankees end up scoring in that uh, in that inning. And, you know, theoretically, he could have scored an extra run. It didn't matter in the long run. But, uh, you know, it's it's really weird with the way that the fans sit right on the fences in some of these ballparks that they have such access that you can't tell if the fans touching it, if it hit off the wall. And in the case of Donaldson, his ball hit off the wall and was thrown in, and he just got caught, uh, you know, assuming and not paying attention. And then there was the Will Myers home run in Los Angeles where uh, it looked like the uh, the fan, the Dodgers fan sitting out beyond the left field wall may have interfered with the ball, may have touched it before it actually crossed over the fence, to which I say, so what? I mean, if you interfere and, you know, you take a, a, a home run away from the visiting team, like, I don't think the fan interference should exist unless the interference is called because it does something to help the home team. Like, if, you know, if Steve Bartman or whoever else was sitting along the rail that night at Wrigley takes that play away from a Florida Marlin, I think that they're quicker to call the fan for interference and to call the batter out. But when it benefits the home team and the home fans are, are too dumb to get out of the way, then I think that you just got to let the call stand. So if if Dodger fan reaches over the fence and makes it a Padre home run, it stands. But if Dodger fan reaches over the fence and makes it a Dodger home run, batters out, fan interference. I mean, do you, do you agree or not? I don't know if I really care whether the MLB acknowledges fan interference or not. I just know that it seems like the easiest way to have your life ruined. It seems like the easiest way to be hated by a large group of people who are going to make threats and make your life very uncomfortable for very stupid reasons. To, to interfere with that play. And, and that was what happened with that Cubs fan back you know, back in 03. Alou probably wouldn't have made the catch. He's got, he's waffled on it. He said that, uh, you know, it, it, at times he feels like, oh, I would have made that catch. Uh, the Cubs would have definitely won the World Series that year. And there are times like, oh, I probably couldn't have caught it anyway. It just kind of depended on the mood that uh, you caught him in. Uh, but did, did want to kind of bring up that, you know, you, you do have the fans that are so close. Here's my fear. Is we're just going to put nets everywhere. We're going to give the fans no access to any ball. It, it'll be like it'll be like being on the back porch in the state of Florida. It's be plexiglass everywhere. Just just plexiglass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, not even netting. 
just plexiglass over just, there. Absolutely. Just uh, the plexiglass. And I'll tell you, I'm glad to see that uh, even though we only had the one extra inning game, I'm glad to see that we don't do the ghost runners in extra innings. I don't care that it went 15 innings. Play until you have a winner playing you know, the game by you know the standards that it's been played for 150 years now. Um, I didn't watch a lot of that Seattle-Houston game. I saw that Seattle had the game well at hand, and then I saw a dogpile at home plate, and I didn't really recognize it as being the Astros until I remembered that the Astros were the home team in the game that uh, we were watching. So I just kind of caught the tail end of it, but 7-5, two guys on. I mean, isn't that a little cliche to give up, that three-run homer? I mean, that's so demoralizing. (sighs) I like the excitement of this kind of stuff happening, but at the same time, it's when it's it's teams that you don't want to win winning in that fashion. It is just utterly soul crushing. I'm glad the Yankees didn't get to walk off Cleveland. I'm glad that it was just kind of a pedestrian four to one game. Garrett Cole pitched pretty well, you know. Other than the one pitch to Stephen Kwan, uh, you know, they got away with it uh, most of the night. Uh, Arias was unhittable until he wasn't, and that's when San Diego made it a game. But when Clevenger gives up five early, you know, that's that's a tough hole to play out of against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Obviously, the Braves were able to play their way back into a game that they were getting blown out in. The Astros were able to play their way back into a game like that, but... Um, I think that the better teams are going to get out in front early and they're going to hang on, especially if they've got the right starting pitching. They can get their guy to where they need to get him. Because that's what I thought was going on in the Cleveland game. I'm like, oh, you know, he's, he's like 60 pitches after three innings. This is going to be a short night for Garrett Cole. And then he threw, he came back out after he threw 97 pitches uh, to start the seventh inning. And the Yankee bullpen took over and, you know, again, uh, shut Cleveland down. Didn't even consider. Didn't even once consider looking for the the hockey games. It wasn't Lightning Rangers. That's a what is that? That's like a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals last yes. year. And then Vegas and the Kings. That's you know that's a game of uh, two major West Coast markets. A good good late game that they can put on. I think that you know sometimes having a couple games of interest out West help the network because they can kind of double up. Uh, you know, you might not going to watch, you know, you might not watch the Islanders at the Rangers at 1030 on the East Coast, but uh, certainly at 730, you're going to watch a game of interest. And that is if you are a big hockey fan, uh, hockey, we're going to get to a game this season, but maybe not in this year, maybe not in 2022, but on the other side of the, uh, you know, of the holidays. Aren't they on the road for the first, like, forever anyways? They're in Pittsburgh on Thursday, but I think they're on the road for, like, the first month of the season. That might make sense. That might make sense since they don't really have They don't a have home. a home. They're kind of homeless. You know, they're kind of sharing that arena. Until I haven't they're... printed the schedule out yet. Uh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. So uh, I'm sure the Yotes are far from favored to win the Stanley Cup this year, but basketball. Basketball starts up uh, next Tuesday. I'm not sure when the Suns tip off, but I do know that they're in preseason action down at the Footprint Center on Wednesday, and you and I are going to check that game out. Yes. 
Um, I'm just looking up. The Coyotes are not home until the end of the month. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And the uh, the Suns are playing the Kings in preseason play? Yes. Yeah, so that'd be... Uh, we haven't been to a game since the Western Conference Finals, uh, so we missed all of the 21-22 season, including the playoffs. But, uh, you know, to... To our credit, we thought there were going to be more playoff options. Like if we could have gone to the Western Conference Finals, uh, you know, they would have had to have been in Phoenix. And when you lose in seven to the Dallas Mavericks in the fashion that the Suns did, uh, it'll be good to to cleanse out the playoff woes from last year and kind of look at uh, this team as a new team. They're, they're throwing it back. They're throwing it back to the Barkley days. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, they're going to go with the purple, with the sunburst, yes, and yes. I, I, I think that's absolutely the way to go. I, I'd like to tell you know while we're on the subject of uniforms, I'd like to tell the Patriots, yeah, you know, to continue to wear those red jerseys with the white helmets. I think that was a pretty cool look. I think that a lot of teams whiff when they try to do something special. I, I especially hated the way that the Cleveland, well. I more so hated the way that they played in the fourth quarter, but I hated the way that the Cleveland Browns looked wearing the you know the all brown jerseys with the all brown pants and the orange numbers. I I just don't think that that's a look that's necessary uh, for that team. Uh, you know I like your Bears when they wear the orange numbers, but they don't do that very often. The orange numbers. Uh, I don't really care if there is a logo on the helmet or not. Uh, you have a friend in Florida that uh, you know specializes in making that uh, <laughs> Chicago Bears logo. So if I don't get to see that one, I don't really care if it's the Wishbone C or if it's uh, no logo at all in the helmet. The Wishbone C or a giant lobster claw. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a Florida specialty. So uh, we... You don't have any preference for these cursive B? The cursive B? No, where does that go? Do on helmets, though. It doesn't really go on any of the uniforms. It makes sense on like the coaches' hats and the sideline hats and stuff like that. But, uh, well, you know, my my one one and only Bears hat is the uh, roaring bear on the front and the Chicago Bears and the Chicago Bears font uh, font on the uh, back of the cap. It was a uh, clearance sale item, but I, I figured, uh, you know. Mitchell Trubisky is going to be there for a long time, so I'll pick up a Bears hat so I could uh, root them on. And by the time I can't believe you thought Trubisky was going to be there for a while. I can't believe that. Actually, I can believe it. I think this is going to be a really bad year for Pittsburgh. And I think that uh, even if I can't root for the Browns, I can continue to uh, root against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's been particularly enjoyable. I mean, I I really did enjoy that we had to find a more competitive game to show, uh, you know, the CBS viewers in the local market here, because I think the last two Browns, or not the last two Browns Cowboys games, but the ones for the the two prior to the 2020 uh, game in Arlington where the Browns won, I think that they had to take you away from the Dallas Cleveland game to take you to uh, more competitive action on the networks. And I'm just, you know, really having thought about that, I wanted it to happen to Pittsburgh for so long and it did. And they were, they were losing so badly that CBS didn't want you to see them lose so badly anymore. Uh, the Kenny Pickett experience is off to a bad start, but Kenny Pickett doesn't play defense, and they've been in some serious holes, have the Pittsburgh Steelers at halftime. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it. I think the 10-7 and 7 might be good enough to win that division. Uh, Cincinnati looks uh, 
you know, far cry from what they were a year ago. And and the Ravens at three and two, there's just no separation between them and Cincinnati. The head-to-head wins are nice, and you want to accumulate that division record because, uh, you know, if you can hand out more losses than you take from the division, then you're putting yourselves in a pretty good spot to, you know, actually go out there and win the division. And speaking of division champions, uh, missing in action in the division round of the MLB playoffs is the National League Central Division champion St. Louis Cardinals. You enjoyed rooting for the Phillies over the Cardinals so much that you're going to continue to do it uh, while they play the Braves and perhaps beyond. Yeah, yeah. Go so, on. And, and uh, did, did I not see a Phillies hat arrive in the mail for you today, Jen? There was a Phillies hat, yeah. There was a Phillies hat in the mail. So, uh, I'd we'll, like to show my support of... I want to bring Dodgers. I don't you're demonstrating you're back on this say thank you and good price general Jeff America Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 514 0521. 800 514 0521. That's 800 514 0521. 
Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Sports Overnight America from Phoenix with Jen and Jeff Rich. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is Sports Overnight America. Today was the North American beginning to the 22-23 NHL season. Uh, Our home team is on the road for about a month, so uh, we will probably only be following hockey by way of television. And speaking of television, a couple of winners from the NFL here in week six this week, Jen. Uh, first of all, Thursday night football, uh, you get the Washington Commanders, who are not a good team, but, you know, who are they playing? Oh, the Chicago Bears. Washington and Chicago, that's Thursday night football. I'm going to be sure to make uh, special arrangements to stream that game. What, what say you, Jen? <sighs> if we must. All right. And then Monday night, Monday night, in case you missed them, because I know that it was such a exciting game last Thursday, Denver's in prime time for like the fourth time in Woo-hoo! six weeks. Uh, they're playing at the Los Angeles Chargers, and uh, actually a pretty decent night game. Uh, we're going to get Dallas at the undefeated uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So good times in Philly. Uh, Eagles are undefeated. Hope springs eternal for the Flyers and for the Sixers. And you got the Phillies up a game to none in a best of five series against the hated Atlanta Braves. And do the Phillies hate the Braves? I don't know, but I know that Jen and I hate the Braves enough to call them the hated Atlanta Braves. Do you have anything to add before we get out of here, Jen? No. She doesn't have anything to add tonight, folks, so we'll leave it right there. Remember, Cleveland down one nothing to the Yankees, Houston up a game to nothing on Seattle. The Phillies, as we just mentioned, are a game up on Atlanta, and the Dodgers have a one nothing lead in the division series. We're looking forward to all of the baseball, all of the football, all of the hockey, and shooting up all of the basketball. Jen, Daniel on the other side of the last Jeff Rick's spin. 